on this first Sunday in the season of Lent, and as we consider our support of Week of Compassion, we turn to the Apostle Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. This is Paul actually offering a sort of prayer. He writes, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that according to the riches of God's glory, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to God, who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Week of Compassion is, as we heard, the Relief, Refugee, and Development Mission Fund of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ in the United States and in Canada. Week of Compassion seeks to equip and empower disciples to alleviate the suffering of others through disaster relief, humanitarian aid, sustainable development, and the promotion of mission opportunities. This week and next, we are asked to consider how we as individuals and as a church can further our support of Week of Compassion and the work they do. Work like storm relief in Texas, Florida, and Puerto Rico, as well as other parts around our country. Also, earthquake relief in Mexico, refugee assistance in Greece, Jordan, Lebanon, Russia, Bangladesh water programs in Haiti and Sierra Leone, girls' advocacy and women empowerment programs in parts of Africa, Boko Haram conflict relief in Cameroon and Chad, drought relief in Ethiopia and Kenya. The list of needs and places goes on and on and on. The work Week of Compassion does offers makes the words of the Apostle Paul ring loud and true. Now to God, who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we could ask or imagine. To God be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. This is the scriptural focus for this year's week of compassion theme, which is more than we can imagine. It's a reminder that the God we worship week after week, the God we pray to day after day, the God we proudly proclaim we follow, even to the cross, is able to do and be more than we can imagine. And that's what we're called to do today and throughout this season of Lent. Imagine. 
As we continue in this young Lenten season, as we consider our support to Week of Compassion, and as we have lingering in our minds and hearts the events of this past week, let us imagine. These words of the Apostle Paul are powerful, prayerful, hopeful, and inspiring. Still, the concept Paul outlines is powerful in another way, particularly the words, now to God, who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine. I'm struck by the words and the idea around abundantly far more than we can ask or imagine. Like Han Solo to Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, as Luke tries to convince Han to help Princess Leia, Luke explains how Han could earn a reward more than he can imagine. And Solo responds, I don't know, I can imagine quite a bit. <laughs> can we all imagine quite a bit? Every time the Mega Millions and Powerball lotteries reach an exorbitant amount, I find myself imagining what winning such a jackpot would mean, what I would do with that quite a bit of wealth. There's a woman in New Hampshire who won last month's $560 million Powerball, but hasn't yet claimed her winnings because she wants to remain anonymous. She has actually gone to court and asked a judge to let her keep her jackpot, but not divulge her identity. For every day she doesn't claim her prize, she loses making the interest off her winnings that amounts to $14,000. $14,000 a day makes me imagine what even $14,000 a day would be like. That interest is now reaching close to a half a million dollars. It's easy and it's fun to imagine wealth. We see a lot of it as entertainment, sports, and news glorify it. Advertisers prey on our imagination of such to get us to invest in ways that will help us get it. Oh, we are very, very good at imagining. More than we can imagine, <laughs> we can imagine quite a bit. Or can we? We can imagine quite a bit of wealth, but do we ever imagine quite a bit of other things? Things like hope, peace, joy, and love. I know, such a preacher thing to ask, right? So how about this? Do we ever imagine quite a bit of things like food, clean water, health care, safety, kindness, consideration of others, acceptance, empathy? Do we ever imagine a world so full of compassion for all God's children that compassion, not fear and apathy, reigns supreme? Do we? God does. God does because God is able to accomplish abundantly far more than we can ask or imagine. The Apostle Paul tells us that the abundant 
capable power of God is at work and that it is at work within us capable of coming out of us so that the more than we can imagine ceases to be a dream and becomes a reality but do we believe this and more than just words and more than just the nod of the head to the preacher asking a rhetorical question do we believe God is able to do more than we can imagine in us and through us do we believe this and more than just the implicit consent that comes with the moniker Christian do we believe this that's the question I ask each of us, myself included. Now, in this season of Lent, this season of introspection and repentance. But it's a question I ask because of the events that took place in Parkland, Florida on Wednesday. Valentine's Day. Ash Wednesday. I ask this question today as we consider our support of Week of Compassion on the first Sunday in Lent, in the days since yet another mass shooting in our country that has left 17 people dead and countless lives shattered. Do we believe God is able to accomplish abundantly far more than we can imagine? I'll admit it. I doubt. I doubt because to look at it all causes doubt. But my introspection and my repentance helps me really realize my doubt is not in our God. My doubt is in me. It is in us, the children of God who proclaim our God is able within us and through us. I doubt because of fear. I doubt because of apathy. I doubt because of inaction. In December 2012, a gunman entered Sandy Hook Elementary in Newtown, Connecticut and killed 20 children and six adults. We wept and prayed and moved on. In June 2016, a gunman killed 49 people and injured 58 in an Orlando nightclub, making it the worst mass shooting in modern U.S. history. We wept and prayed and moved on. That sad and horrendous record stood for just 16 months when, in October of last year, a gunman in Las Vegas killed 58 people and injured 851. We wept and prayed and moved on. There have been more than a dozen school shootings in 2018 already. The latest on Wednesday, February 14th, in Parkland, Florida, where 17 people were shot to death. When will it stop? When will the weeping, praying, and moving on stop? I shudder to think it won't stop. It won't stop. It's never going to stop until we start imagining. 
until we imagine a world where everybody is truly safe and that laws are enacted to actually keep everyone safe and not to simply keep a few happy, it's not going to stop. Until we imagine having actual conversations with people who we disagree with and who disagree with us, conversations where we actually listen to one another instead of waiting to tell them how we are right and how they are wrong, it's not going to stop. Until we imagine that all people are created in the image of God, it's not going to stop. Until we imagine that maybe our way is not the only way or even the best way, it's not going to stop. Until we imagine that there has to be a better way and that we can find it, if we would stop making everything about ourselves. And remember, we are all in this thing called life, on this place we call Earth together. It's not going to stop. Until we imagine that Jesus really did mean it when he said the greatest commandment is you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself, even when your neighbor is black, Hispanic, gay, Jewish, Muslim, old, young, rich, poor, handicapped, sick, mentally ill, or any of the other labels that we slap on people and then push them to the margins, it's not going to stop. The pain, the hurt, the seeing someone different from me as my opposition or as my enemy is never going to stop until we at the very least begin to imagine a better way, a way that Jesus showed us, a way of grace and peace, of acceptance and love, a way of hope, a way of compassion, a way that God is capable of doing abundantly far more in us and through us. Facebook and Twitter rants and snarky memes aren't going to change anything. Saying now is not the time to talk about this is not going to change anything. Saying but it's my constitutional right is not going to change anything. Seeing those who are different from us as our opposition is not going to change anything. Only when we truly believe to God be the glory who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine until we believe this and truly live in such a belief then nothing will change nothing but all of us are capable of imagining we imagine what we would do with lottery winnings we imagine what we want for our children and our children's children. We imagine the things we want to hear from our preachers and the things we don't. We imagine great organizations like Week of Compassion helping others in need on our behalf. We imagine all manner of things we want and dream for. But do we ever imagine God doing abundantly more than we can imagine? 
and doing it through us? Do we imagine God ever accomplishing the imagined, making it a reality through us? That is what the Apostle Paul is telling us. God can, God does, God is doing and accomplishing abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine. And we can be a part of it if we will first imagine. As we continue into this Latin season, as we consider our support of weak compassion, and as we have lingering in our minds and hearts the events of this past week, let us imagine. Let us imagine a better way than ever before. Let us imagine God able to accomplish abundantly far more than we can ever imagine. Let us imagine. Amen. Friends, let us join together and go to God again through our prayers. Let us pray. Merciful and patient God, Oh, how we must try your patience. We rush through life as though we had a mighty schedule to keep, plotting our days minute by minute, crowding each moment with tasks, stresses, and pressures. If we slowed for even a moment, it wouldn't take much to notice the growing dimness and anxiety in our lives. It wouldn't take long for us to realize we have once again done exactly what we said we would not do, give in to the ways of this world. Which is why we need the season of Lent, the season when we are intentional about looking deep within ourselves and acknowledging our need for a Savior. Because in an effort to find abundant life, we feast at the table piled high with fear and doubt and drink from the cup of apathy. The very plans we weave, the efforts we make, become bonds which imprison us. So it is our prayer, O oh God, that you help us unbind ourselves from these worldly ways and instead bind ourselves to you. May you help us slow down and reflect on the many ways in which you bless us. Let us be immersed in your hope, peace, joy, and love, which is always abundant. Inspire us to imagine, with you and one another, better days. Holy God, we pray for the community of Parkland, Florida. May they and all who are impacted by Wednesday's shooting be immersed in your peace. For yet again, the unthinkable has happened, a school shooting. Lord, we know that no sense can be made of such senselessness. No words or even our, any prayers can make it better. Still, we add our prayers to all the rest and pray your spirit rests within that devastated community. We pray that from this atrocity, we as a society, as a country, as human beings in this together, that we will find a better, more hopeful, more compassionate way. So may a season of new life begin, a season determined to be one where no longer senselessness happens, 
but rather a season where we hear you speaking to us your love, your forgiveness, your compassion, and your eternal promise of abundant life. Hear now the prayers of our hearts as we offer them in this time of holy silence. All this we pray in the name of the one we walk in the wilderness with, Jesus the Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.